Hello, and welcome to the new episode of Rachel Unpacked. I am your host, Rachel Medina. You can go ahead and look below to see how to follow me on social media. I can be found on Instagram at rachelmedina101. You can also follow the show at Rachel Unpacked on social media. And thank you so much for tuning in once again. And if you're watching, welcome. Okay, in today's episode, episode 11, we are going to be talking about mindset, the power of mindset, the power of positive thinking, and I'm going to be giving you some examples of how that has transformed me as a woman, as a mom, um, as a businesswoman, in so many ways, even as a daughter or, or you know, cousin, a niece, whatever you, whatever you want to call it, right? So in every aspect of my life, even in my faith. So um, I'm going to dive right into it. So if you're looking for tips on how to start to shift your life in a more positive way, beginning with the way you think and the voices in your head, um, this is the episode for you, okay? Um, and even if you think you got it figured out, you know, go ahead and take a listen and then comment below and share some insights with us that could add to the information that I'm going to share today on this podcast, okay? Positive mindset. Okay, gosh, there's actually like a thousand things that I would want to touch base on with regards to this. I have so many examples of negative thinking that could have easily been shifted to positive thinking to generate a different result, a better result, a more positive, productive result, okay? Um, so I'm gonna do my best to at least cover three or four of them, and then you know we could do a future podcast um, where we touch on some more aspects of this. If you guys you know comment and share and like and all that fun stuff and, and kind of give me the feedback, right? Oh, also, if you're on Facebook, join our private Rachel Unpacked Facebook group. Um, there is where I'm gonna start sharing some behind the scenes um, things that take place with putting this together, with putting this uh, podcast together, and it gives you a chance to chime in, suggest different show ideas, and so on. Okay, so basically, um, with regards to thinking positively, gosh, I mean, it sounds easier than what it is, but actually, it's it is easy, um, and it's it's one of those things that you have to really build muscle memory and what I mean by that is like if you go to the gym and you know you're you know doing these you know maybe planks or something at first when you do them it's like horrible I know for me it's a horrible ugly sight like if I'm trying to do a plank I mean the trainer will look at me and be like somebody call somebody like this woman <laughs> needs help <laughs> right um and so you know at the end of the day though if i just like when i used to go to the gym because i haven't been going to the gym as many of you guys know <laughs> i'm gonna get back to it though um you know i was trying to plank and my friend and i my friend adriana and i we used to go to this gym um, called mine round down the street and they would incorporate that in one of the sessions and so it was so hard, you know, but the more that we did it, the more that we challenged ourselves to just, this is it, this is part of the process, this is what we got to do, then it just became muscle memory, meaning our bodies just kind of knew what to do, how to stand there, our bodies just knew, like we knew what to do, okay, we weren't as clumsy or crazy or ridiculous looking <laughs> um, the tenth time we did it as we were the very first time. Okay, so just keep that in mind. I'm going to be referring to sort of muscle memory um, a few times throughout this podcast. Um, so with regards to that, you know, it starts with, you know, when you get out of bed, 
there are some people that are not happy risers, right? And there's people that are joy, joyful risers. And I talk about this in Joy Code. I think it's episode three um, of this podcast. But, um, you know, it relates to that. And so basically when you get out of bed, there's people who genuinely wake up in the morning and they're like, do not talk to me until I have my first cup of coffee, <laughs> right? And so there's other people that they get out of bed and they're, they just wake up already feeling like just doom and gloom. And so this is for you people as well, okay? And so... It really starts from the moment you wake up. Now, for me, as I've mentioned before in a previous podcast, Joy Code, um, I am what I consider a joyful riser, meaning I don't wake up and like I'm on the wrong side of the bed or I don't wake up and I don't have to then be looking for a way to motivate myself necessarily or to be happy. I just kind of am, okay? But there are times and there's situations in my life, obviously the most recent ones um, that I'll be sharing in a future podcast that have made it so much more challenging to do that. And so and now I'm more in everyone else's shoes and like, hey, this is kind of tough, right? To find a way to keep going even though things are just pushing so hard against you okay so it starts in the morning and you have to create habits that's back to the muscle memory and so even for me for example I knew I needed to take vitamins and I needed to take iron more often and vitamin D and I just wasn't doing it I wasn't doing it but as soon as I created um, muscle memory or I could say a routine about it now I don't even think about it. I just get up and that's the first thing I do. Boom, boom, boom. There's like three things I take, protein shake, and boom. Then I go off about my day, right? And so I might forget to eat breakfast. There might be a bunch of things that I don't <laughs> do that I should do, but I have so far for several months, like nine, 10 months, not skipped my vitamins, not skipped my protein shake, not skipped anything um, that I'm supposed to do for my health in the morning, which is hallelujah, right? So it's back to creating the muscle memory, creating a habit, and you're going to want to do the same thing with your joy and with this mindset, okay? So when you're looking at things that take place in your life, those of you who know me, and I've mentioned this in, in previous shows, you know, I'm coming to you through the lens, sort of a biblical lens, um, because I've had a transformation in my life that's very spiritual, very Christian, you know, by way of Catholicism, very, you know, Christ-like and things like that. I mean, it's very blessed. It's a very blessed thing that's happened in my life. And I talk about that again in a past episode called Miracles, but, um, or actually it's called How I Broke Up, How I Broke Up With My Old Self. Um, you know, I'm going to come to you with that view as well. Okay. So there are things that are happening in your life and they feel like they're happening to you, okay? But there's something that I want you to know. They're not happening to you, okay? So nothing's happening to you. Like literally nothing is happening to you. I don't care what's happening in your life. Listen, and I, I, I can really stand in this place right now. I don't care what is happening in your life. I don't care how bad things are right now in your life. They're not happening to you, okay? They are happening for you. So first thing you gotta remember when you wake up, okay? Whatever happened the day before, it didn't happen to you, it's happening for you. Every single thing, okay, is for your greater good. Even if in this moment it feels bad. Even if in this moment it feels like it's just not happening for you. 
even if in this moment your heart is broken everything that's happening in your life is happening for your greater good okay and what happens is we fight that and let me explain how okay if there's someone that you've come to fall in love with and you have found you have looked for ways to get that person to really meet you halfway in those feelings to really reveal to you that you're not in this alone you know but then that person just doesn't respond in that way that person is maybe focus on something whatever it is it's just not happening okay you have to remember that if you have to push pull or drag it it's dead okay if you have to push pull or drag it it is dead and that includes a boyfriend okay uh, I mean anything anything if you have to push pull or drag it it's it's pretty much dead it's like a you're dragging a just dragging a dead dog along right and I hate to put it that way but it's really true and the reason I'm bringing that up is because so often things are happening for us they're not happening in the way that we would like okay um, you know with God's plan it's not our plan it's totally completely different we can't even wrap our minds around it okay so at the end of the day you know his plan is so much greater than your plan our plans are so small I mean and oftentimes our prayers are so small I should do a whole other podcast on small praying I swear it's a thing and it took me a long time to overcome it but but you want to you know to keep this one on track I mean you want to really understand that we our plans you know are so small for ourselves and even for our families and they are for him watching over us wanting the best for our life and so you have to keep in mind there's even a saying that says do you, you know if you want to make God laugh you know tell him what your plans are because <laughs> it's not gonna go that way right and so um, everything that's happening is happening for you not to you and so if the relationship situation is just not happening that person went and cheated on you that person is just acting indifferent that person just you know it's just not popping the way you want it to pop it's not it's not hitting you the way you want it to hit you and this is early stages okay I'm not talking about someone who's been married for 20 years and now you're like oh forget it God if I have to push pull or drag it it's dead <laughs> you know no, no 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 okay but this is like early onset the very beginning of something that you want this is the first signs and basically you're being protected so when that person moves on to someone else, that person does something or it's revealed that, you know, gosh, it's just not a fit, okay? Then you're being protected. You, this is working for you, not against you, because there's someone way down the line or maybe right around the corner, you don't know, but there's someone that's perfect for you. And actually there's no such thing as perfect, right? But at the end of the day, there's someone that's better suited for you. That's already been sort of selected for you. And then it's just a matter of like serendipity to do its thing and, and kind of bring you guys together, right? But if you're hanging on to this thing that you got to pull, push or drag, you know, 
then what are you doing? Like things are working for you, not against you, but when you're hanging on to that, now it feels, you just really feel the pull. Like now you really just feel the resistance and it doesn't feel natural, like a natural flow forward to success. And oftentimes because we're holding on to something that deep down inside we know we should let go of, okay? So that's lesson number one, okay? In positive mindset, positive thinking, don't look at this relationship coming to an end or this guy that's not that interested in you, even though maybe you sent him a message and said, hey, maybe, you know, we should get together sometime or whatever it might be, okay? Or guys, if you're listening and, you know, you're trying to pursue a woman and she's like, uh, you know, she's not really taking the bait and stuff like that. You know, at the end of the day, you know, if you really believe it, you can keep trying all you want. Or if you're dating this person and it's just not happening for you, it's not working against you, okay? It's working for you. You're being shown and, and you have to listen to how that person makes you feel. And if that person doesn't make you feel confident, if that person doesn't make you feel loved, you know, happy, you know, laughing, joyous, because remember happiness is on you, but they can bring you joy, additional joy, right? Then, you know, you have decisions to make, okay? You have decisions to make. And if they end up going with someone else again, then the decision was made for you. <laughs> And again, that's for your protection. So there is another saying that says, you know, life's rejection is God's protection. Okay. So remember that. So if you're really wanting a certain job, okay, so let's switch it over from like relationship example to like career example. So let's just say there's this job and you really, really want this job. Like you really want this job and you've prepared for this job and you've like put it on your vision board or whatever it is you do. You know, you know, you've prayed on it, but you're not getting this job or maybe promotion. You're not being recognized there's some kind of blockage you're not moving forward you know I'll do shows um, pretty soon for Rachel Medina 101 that's about business and I can give you tips on everything from how to get a raise to you know how to start your own business and stuff like that but for the purposes of this there might be something else that's meant for you okay if I would have gotten a job for myself you know, this one job that I, that I wanted that was literally just like an office job, you know, clerical, you know, I really wanted that job. If I would have gotten that job, I wouldn't have been doing everything that I'm doing, you know? So it's like, thank God that I didn't get everything I wanted. Really, really thank God, you know, that I didn't get everything I wanted. And so shift your thinking. When you get rejected, when something happens and you get turned down or whatever it is, remember to thank God, to say, thank you, God. Okay, I know you have a plan. I know you have a purpose. I know you have a reason. I know it doesn't make sense to me right now, but guess what? I know that you're working something for my greater good, okay? Even if you get fired. So I was at a job that I was really struggling with, and even though I was great at the job and, and, and I felt like I was really doing the best that I could under the circumstances. It was a very negative environment. I'm very grateful for that experience. And I was like, at first, when I got that job, my ego was really affected because I came from these really kind of prestigious magazines and these really neat sort of high profile situations. And then the con the economy crashed or whatever. And then I was working at like this job that had nothing I mean it was still in the magazine business but it was like oh my gosh it was just like all ads and you know when I was at the other magazines we used to call these magazines junk mail and it was like a career ender if you went that direction but the economy had crashed and so it was like everybody was scrambling just to find something right to survive and I was a single mom at this time so I took the job and 
at first I wasn't really grateful. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm here. Oh my God. Like every day I was like, am I really doing this right now? Is this really what I, it's come to be, you know, here I am approaching 40 at the time. And I'm like, am I really doing this? Let me tell you something. I started to then slowly shift my thinking, slowly pray to say, God, help me find the gratitude in this. Help me find the blessings in this. I may not see them right away. I may not know your reason for bringing me through here, but you know, I'm sure you're going to reveal it later. Just help me get through it. Help me thrive in, in this situation. And every day I would pray and pray and pray and pray. And I would say, please make everything, every, there's like a lot of sayings you could say, but I think I was saying something like, let no weapon formed against me prosper and all this stuff because it was such a negative, hostile environment. I mean, I was like putting on the armor of the Lord, like shielding myself. I was like Wonder Woman, like not today, you know, get behind the Satan or whatever they say. And it was really like that. I mean, I was like, at war kind of I felt emotionally and spiritually just to be showing up at this place every day and I put a smile on my face and it was really tough it was so so tough and but at the end of the day I, it was paying my bills so I was like okay I was able to pay my bills I was able to take my sons out I was able to buy a car I was able to move to a bigger house I was constantly looking for the gratefulness the gratitude that the positive side of it okay and so anyways what ended up happening was I actually got fired from that job and after I broke all their records like every record that was set it was like I broke it we broke about not just me but my I led the team to break it we broke it together so instead of getting like yeah like oh my god she's the best person ever oh no it was like we got to get rid of her like everyone's just way like too loyal to her you know, this is going to be a bad situation. We're going to lose control. I don't know what it was. It was like their ego massively. Um, and there's a long whole story behind that as well. I mean, there's always two sides, right? And I, you know, so anyways, I can talk about that at a later time. But what I can say is that I got fired and in getting fired. Well, oh my gosh, I'll be sharing a story about this, but I ended up starting a business right after and like immediately after like the next day okay and what ended up happening was that business grew really quickly and 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 people from that company that I had met they started coming over and they were would leave because they couldn't handle the negativity and stuff and and the pressures and so then they would circle back around and be like hey so what are you doing so you know how are you getting by like I heard you're doing this and that and then it just started do you need any help do you you know I mean maybe I could start very part-time I know that you're just getting started and that's how it began and it was like one person then the next person then the next person and the next person and let me tell you um, all so so then together we built this like you know really successful company and it's had its ups and downs listen we're like a little bit in a down we're in a down slope right now but it's it's like a roller coaster like just crazy people think entrepreneurialism is like woo it, it's it's like this <laughs> okay um and it's crazy but I'll talk about that in, the, in a different series but um it's crazy but what I can tell you is another person that I met there that we had hired on to do videos for us for the contractors was this woman named Jennifer Murphy and you guys if you follow me on social media you know that I mention her a lot because she is uh, my business partner I should say I'm her business partner now in an amazing venture called Go Girl and it's Go Girl Worldwide Magazine and the thing about that is um is that I met her she had hit a really rough patch in her situation but she had this amazing video production idea and company that she was put together and we were like sure let's do it and me and it was the owner of the at the time of that business that I was working at and then myself going yeah let's you know let's let's hire her let's use her she's beautiful she's talented let's do it 
And so that turned out to create this bonding experience between her and I. She got to learn my background. I got to hear her story. We shared our whys, you know, these big whys, you know, where, where we're at and everything. And then she said, you know what? I always wanted to have a magazine for my Go Girl brand that I'm putting together and I think you'd be great. And so anyways, fast forward to today and I'm her business partner and um, we have like, we're like six issues in. I mean, it's amazing, okay, what we're doing. But let me tell you, if I would have never been at that company that was affecting my ego that I was like, oh God, I really want this job over here with this really big publication. They're not hiring me. They're not really hiring anybody, but they're not hiring me. Like no one that I felt that I should be working for was hiring. And yet this company that I was like, oh Lord, nobody wants to work for them. Are you kidding? That's like a career ender for people like me. I did it. I did it, I got the job, they were the ones who stepped forward and said, hey, we'll pay you this much, we'll pay you double, we'll pay you whatever, and I took the job. I was miserable until I started shifting my thinking, and then next thing you know, that's where I met my entire team. The team that I have today, 90% of them came from there, okay? And not directly, like they left there because of their own reasons and then made their way over to me and so into my company. and so. And then eventually leading me to like this partnership, which is going to be so which is already so much bigger and more amazing than anything I could have done on my own or with my team over here. And so at the end of the day, you know, you have to look at the best parts of what's happening to you. And you have to know that even though it's so horrible and it's just so messy and it looks really just depressing and it looks so challenging and like there's no way, like you're just miserable, like you hate this job, look around you because there's a reason you're meant to be there. You might be learning a new software program with them and then next thing you know that's what's going to get you the real job that you really want i mean you can meet a person there that next thing you know they know someone who has money and interest in a in a in a hobby that you'd like to turn into a business oh my goodness if i could just tell you you have no idea okay let me tell you if it wasn't for me taking that job that i thought was so beneath me so to speak and so embarrassing in many ways um it turned out to be a massive blessing, like a massive blessing. Oh my gosh. I mean, I can't even measure it. And it's not measured in dollars or anything like that. It's just like a massive blessing. Okay. I haven't had to work for a boss or anyone else for over four, since 2015 for over four years at this point. And it's all because of this team that I met <laughs> at this horrible place, you know? And so um, really look at that. So really look at that when no, no matter where you're at, look around because I'm telling you, you have blessings brewing your life is being painted it's being mapped out and yes you do have influence on that but it really has to do with the way you're you're thinking about things because when I got fired I could have been so upset I could have just been like no I could have probably sued for wrongful termination I mean there's so many things I could have done and I didn't do it I said okay Okay, this is it. This is there. God has a plan. I know God, you have a plan. And sometimes I say things like leap and a net shall appear. And I knew that a net would, would, would appear. I knew that I'd be provided for. And I was very nervous. And I was very concerned. I had just moved to, you know, a bigger home that was more expensive. I was a single mom. And it was scary. And, you know, I thought, Oh, my gosh, I just lost my job. Like, no way unemployment benefits here in California are going to cover this. 
And at the end of the day, I just prayed on it and prayed on it and prayed on it and it came and, and it worked. I mean, I found my way. I found my footing. I found my team, my tribe. You know, I found my purpose. I mean, there's all these things that came after that because of that. So if that person is listening, not exactly happy with you yet, <laughs> although I've forgiven you, you know, but at the end of the day, it, it's listen, things are working for you. And I'm here to tell you that it's absolutely true. And sometimes, you know, with our bodies, um, I'm going to give you a really sort of drastic <laughs> example of this. I um, became single in my late 30s and um, as a divorcee, single mom, all that stuff. And I was like healthier and I was really active and I used to go dancing and, you know, I had a great sense of style. My high heels were like an amazing collection, shoe bags and all this stuff. And I talk about it um, in another podcast. But what I'm saying, I'm telling you that to tell you this is that I felt really confident. I knew even though my heart was aching and all these things, I knew I'd be okay in the long run. I knew I wasn't going to have trouble necessarily meeting someone or moving on or whatever. It was just, you know, I had to mourn this in order to kind of get to this. So anyways, fast forward and all of a sudden I get stricken by like this horrible health condition and we couldn't figure it out. I went to tons of specialists. I started gaining weight. Um, and before the weight really came on, I broke my leg. So I'd gained a little bit of weight and then all of a sudden, boom, I break my leg. And let me tell you something. I was supposed to go on a date with this very successful, prominent man on this like yacht party. And, um, I was very, much looking forward to this and I very much viewed this as like hey okay my life is moving forward I'm at this horrible job but it pays me well and we're gonna go on this yacht party and this person's gonna be my date and you know what like okay this could be the beginning of like the rest of my life this could just really be a game changer and the sign that I needed that I am ready to, to take a step like this and that the next chapter of my life is gonna begin and whatever 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 uh, I broke my leg, like I fell down my stairs a day before this event slash my date, right? And let me tell you something, it was so horrible. I've never broken a bone in my life, broke my ankle, tibia, like all kinds of stuff on my shin, all this stuff. So anyways, my leg broke. And so I was in a cast, couldn't go on the yacht for sure. Um, so that person was like, uh, did you really break your leg? Or are you just canceling me again? Cause I was kind of, kind of, hesitant before there are all these things. So anyways, that didn't work out, but let me tell you something. It didn't work out with that person. I started to gain weight. Oh my gosh. It really created a setback in my life in so many ways in my mind. So in my mind, everything's ruined kind of right in my mind. It's like, oh my gosh, here I was finally at this point where I could see the light and then I just get sucked all the way back worse, worse than I was, you know, right when I got divorced, you know. So now my clothes don't fit me. I don't feel as attractive, which means I'm not really saying yes to offers to date and stuff like that. I mean, so many things I can go on and on, you know, about this. But, but here's the, the point. In the time that I've been single and that I've been going through this and now I'm turning my health around, I'm losing weight and I'm getting stronger and there's all these sort of advancements that I'm making within myself. I'm doing the work and it's hard and but I'm doing it because I know I'm worth it, right? But the mindset part of it is I could look at this and feel so sorry for myself. I can look at this whole thing and go, oh my gosh, I'm only getting older and like now who's gonna who's gonna want me? Like I could really have a 
negative view of this and I could feel very sorry for myself and I could be very judgmental and hard on myself because of what's happened to me physically, which has impacted me emotionally and it's impacted my self-confidence and a bunch of things, right? On so many levels when it comes to, you know, dating and stuff like that. And, you know, with events and stuff with work, I mean, I, that, the show must go on no matter if you're 200 pounds or not, right? But when you're trying to date, that's a little bit hard because at the end of the day, you know, I didn't want to date the guys that my 200 pound self could get. I wanted to date guys that my 140 pound person, you know, self was able to get. And so, oh, let me tell you, that's a whole other thing. But um, it just becomes really tough. So my mindset had to be, I know that this has happened to me because God is preserving me. He saw me going down this path with this other person and he yanked me from that. He said, nope, 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 nope. Because that person was very serious. That person was like talking marriage kind of and family already and stuff like that. And so I was like, okay, here we go. And, um, and no, no. And so at the end of the day, I got ripped off that path and it felt like it was happening to me. Okay. But it's happened for me because I was being preserved. Okay. So all of this stuff, the uncontrollable weight gain, the, the health issues, the not feeling so great uh, about myself or whatever, like a little bit shyer, not as confident, all these things, even not being able to wear as high heels as I once did and all this stuff. I'm being prepared for the person who's absolutely positively meant for me. See what I did there? <laughs> so I do not feel sorry for myself. Don't feel sorry for me. You might go, dang, you know, she needs to lay off the freaking bean and cheese burritos <laughs> or Taco Tuesday. She took Taco Tuesday a little bit more serious. That's fine. You can look at me and think that. But at the end of the day, I'm being preserved. I'm being set aside. And so now that the weight's coming off on its own, by the way, I mean, I am working and, I, and I'm not really working out, but I'm like eating better and I'm just feeling better and I'm feeling stronger. And it's not just on me. It's like a little mini miracle that's happening. And so I can sense that, okay, a shift is coming. I can sense that like, okay, like I'm being prepared now for like the next stage and like something wonderful is going to happen. And, um, and so it's all about mindset. Okay. And if you're on the road, for example, and, and you get a flat tire and you're like running late to something and you get a flat tire, you could sit there and cry and complain and, and, and be mad and shout and, and be so frustrated over something that you have no control over, by the way. Or you can say, gosh, thank God, thank God that I got this flat tire because who knows, you know what I mean? Who knows if I would have been involved in a car accident up ahead or who knows what would have happened? Listen, the craziest things can happen. And so whenever that happens, you know, you got to remember to be thankful and to understand that you're being protected. It's not a curse. Okay. Don't think of the opposite. Oh my God, I'm cursed. Like people, some of my family members would be like, I don't know. Are you sure you're not cursed? <laughs> and I'm like, gosh, I don't even want to, it, it feels like that, but I don't want to think like that. Okay. Because at the end of the day, my ability to think powerfully and positively will and 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 to have faith in God in the light will always supersede the darkness it will always do it and so i choose every day to believe that everything that's happening in my life is happening for me and that makes me excited and that makes me optimistic and that makes me see a light at the end of a tunnel that's really tough and turbulent to be in 
but it helps with the process. It helps me to move forward. It helps me to get out of bed in the morning and to go, this is worth it. It's a new day. Anything wonderful could happen today. Okay.